you can't let fear drive you. You have to lean into fear. You have to go, I'm kind of afraid, but I'm going to lean into it. And ultimately, it feels so much better once you get to the end. You're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast highlighting the vast experiences women can have in the residential construction industry, brought to you by Pro Remodeler and Pro Builder Magazines. I'm Caroline Broderick, your host and managing editor for Pro Remodeler. On this episode, I welcome Karina Gray. But before we get started, remember, let's work together. If you know a standout woman crushing it in the industry, drop me a note. Maybe you'll hear them on a future episode. Now let's get into it. My name is Karina Gray, and I'm the operations manager at Allaire Homes in Charlotte, North Carolina. From graduating high school early as Victorian to getting hired at the Kennedy Space Station because of her persistence, Karina Gray has always strived for finding the best and most efficient way to do things. This has allowed her to shine in residential construction and project management. She recently won a Cody Award for Project Manager of the Year at her local Nary chapter. Today, we learn more about Karina, we talk the importance of processes, and we talk what makes an effective operations manager. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me today, Karina. I'm looking forward to hearing more about your background, your entrance into the residential construction industry, and your current role as operations manager. Your career began at the Kennedy Space Center. Tell me about that and how your road brought you to a layer home, Charlotte. Well, thank you for having me today. It definitely is a winding road for sure. And when I think back on those Kennedy Space Center days, gosh, that was 20 something years ago. Back then, I was this 18 year old kid and all I wanted to do was work out at Kennedy Space Center. And for two years, once a week, I would drive up and I would drop my resume off. And at the time, The resume included working at Blockbuster Video and Movie Gallery. Why in the world would they try to hire a kid like me to come and work at such a prestigious place? I have no idea, but they found that my determination was probably going to pay off eventually. So they said yes. They finally said yes. And in those years, you know, you really learned what it was like to work in a team. We had a specific scope of here's what you're going to build. Here's the screws. The techs were the ones that were implementing the work. We were behind the scenes. There were still always problems. Those times where we would just sit at the round table and say, all right, here is the destination of what we've got to do. Now, how do we pivot? How do we change? Who are all the people that are involved? Because we would have people who were Russians and Canadians who all had a vested interest in these payloads before they went to space. That's kind of a big deal. You get excited about the prospect of, wait a minute, it's not something we're just building here in Florida. It's something that is circulating the earth. Come on. There's a total cool factor to that. Then the road took me to North Carolina. What do you do with that kind of experience? There's no space program here, but I knew that I had the skills, those executive functions, those planning, working together, problem solving that could be put to some use. On a whim, I applied to RT Dooley Construction and oh my gosh, they are parallel in what you were doing. It doesn't matter if you're building rockets, which I still joke that I'm an overthinker. So everything I do, I'm trying to build a rocket, of course. 
But it's it's very similar that everyone comes, you sit at the table, you're solving problems because there's always problems, but you lean into those problems and the right people together can solve it. You won the 2021 Project Manager of the Year Award for Mary Greater Charlotte's Cody Awards. You've mentioned this and it's, you know, it's something we all know, right? Ensuring a project finishes on schedule, with budget, with the scope, it's become more and more difficult with our supply chain issues, lead times, all of those things. So how are those challenges impacting you and Allaire Homes in the Charlotte market right now? Yeah, it's extremely challenging. And that's one of the things that we want to talk about. We were having such a struggle with refrigerators. And so we stopped and go, okay, we can't just wait and go, well, the client's going to move back in. There's nothing we can do about it. How are we pivoting? It's always a matter of how can you pivot so that the client isn't feeling the pain? We feel the pain too. So then we say, all right, do we need to go ahead and purchase some scratch and dent refrigerators to have on hand so that we can make sure that the clients can move in when they want to? We had one project where the client was going to have a gas range. Well, they had an electric range. And so we just made sure that we lined everything up for a dual fuel system so that they could move in with our old, you know, stovetop so that, you know, mac and cheese Monday through Friday with the kids was going to be fine. And so those are the things that we have to think about. Um, That's project management, though. I think you're always pivoting. I think that you don't think that when you're just in it. I had a conversation that night, uh, the awards night. This was prior to me accepting the award, uh, which I was very surprised about. But our countertop um, contractor was there and she was making an introduction uh, to one of her associates. And she, you know, just started saying all these wonderful things about how we were swapping out some countertops. This big, beautiful island, double waterfall, gorgeous. We'd had an issue with the previous one, but needed to swap it out. And she was there and we were working through that and making sure that, you know, the mired corners were right and everything lined up beautifully. And, you know, finishing touches is kind of where we were at. The client had moved in all her very expensive, very custom rugs and furniture. And all of a sudden, the ceiling, there started pouring water out of the ceiling. And it was a little bit and then a lot. And then it was everywhere. And I went upstairs and gathered, you know, some of the trades and we, you know, okay, you move the the sofa, you move the rug, let's open up the ceiling, you know, get the buckets. And she said, you know, she said, that's why a lot of us, you know, she's like, we wrote all these wonderful superlatives about you was because you were calm and cool and collected and you just figured it out and it wasn't a big deal. And she said, it was me, I would have just lost my mind, like throwing my hands up. What do I do? And I thought, gosh, I didn't even think about it. It's just what we do, right? We're always, we always have adversity in front of us. It's how you step back, take a deep breath and kind of bring all the parties together and just come up with a solution. I don't need to have the solution myself, but I just need to bring all the right people together. And I think ultimately that's what project management is. It's just gathering all the people together, coming up with a plan and just start one step at a time and just handle it. 
With processes comes other people joining those processes and needing to learn those processes. So having so many processes in place, obviously, as you're saying, is extremely beneficial. But I'm sure in the beginning, it can be a little difficult, a teaching moment. So how do you get the rest of your team on board with these processes to make sure everything runs as smoothly as it can? Yeah, that's a very good point, right? Because if you come from a place of dictatorship, no one wants to buy in. You know, I have a few sheets I'm working on right now. Uh, we're starting to call it the weekend update, where we really want to update our clients on their, again, the health of their project, communicate the things that we've done, what we're looking for for next week, how the, you know, the budget numbers look, really educating our client on where their project stands. Well, sometimes what can happen in those processes it seems like more work for someone, right? No one wants added work to a job that seems like it never ends. It's not a nine to five job, right? And so if we come from it in a place that you are going to do this, no one wants to do this. But when you can look at it as here's the why behind, we're saving you time. We're saving the client, you know, stress on, on bothering you on a Saturday because we've answered all the questions bring to the table and say, here, I'm working on this. How can, how can we do it better? You're really great at you know, understanding schedules so well. Do you think that this is important to add in this document and really getting everyone's you know, buy-in and contribution? I don't know it all, but I know if I surround myself with all the different experts there again at the table, that everyone can contribute. And then they want to see that put in place. What advice might you give to someone else who is embarking on an operations or a project manager role and they're feeling the stress, they're feeling the heat, and they're kind of looking for a way to get to where you are? Yeah, sure. Well, and really, some of those things you can teach early. Uh, you know, I work really heavily with The Rock, Charlotte, which is working with Charlotte high school students. And these students, they're just clamoring to have somebody to mentor them. You know, I've spent a lot of time uh, engaging with them as they seek what they want to do in this industry. I, I had a great conversation with uh, a gal named Victoria who is looking to be an electrician which is so phenomenal. And she already kind of has a great head on her shoulders, but she realizes that she is a tactile learner. She realizes that her path into construction starts now. She wants to have those conversations with the people who have been in the industry for a long time. We don't see a lot of women in this industry anyways, which I think is a shame because there again, we're executive function, like heavy individuals. We are great at it and we should honor that. These high school students, they want a mentor. And it shouldn't change once they're in, you know, the field, right? Once they leave high school, find the person who is willing to have the conversations, pick up the phone, ask the questions. Our production manager is phenomenal at this. He is a person that is going to link up and mentor anybody. He's always available. He comes from a place of he wants to teach people. And I think that's the thing. Find somebody who supports you who is going to help you see the path and just dig into it and do it. Thank you to Karina for joining me on the podcast. And thank you to all of you for listening. Links to more information can be found in the episode show notes. Our next episode will feature another woman leaving their mark on the industry. Until then, follow us on social media, leave a rating or review and keep the work up.